Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hang on one minute. <laughs> That's Joe just walking in. Hurry up. Because you weren't quiet. So how long are you going to just sit up there getting leathered? As long as my boss is a half day. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. The Gossip Gaze. Coming up this week on the Gossip Gaze podcast, Billy's gone all coupon Karen. Danny's gone all Linda Barker. And we discuss the double reveal that's sending shockwaves to the gays. RuPaul's Drag Race, start your engines. RuPaul's Drag Race, who's the best woman waiting? Why do we not know it? (laughs) (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to another fabulous episode of The Gossip Gaze, here live on your device. I was going to do hello, hello, hello. Was she? Yeah. Do you yeah. know why? Because it's a double reveal. Double reveal. More to be revealed and talked about later. Yeah, well, we can't not talk about RuPaul this week. Two cast announcements. Friends of ours on there. Major, major deals going on this week. But let's shelf it and come back to it. Yes. Pop a pin in that. I want to know what you've been doing this week because I've again rocked up to your house. We're recording in the living room today. Sometimes we do the boudoir. The spare oh. boudoir. <laughs> sometimes we do it in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, sometimes we do it in the spare room, but Joe's upstairs doing some kind of weird Christmas Zoom thing that we didn't, didn't know he was doing. He's leathered. Oh, right. So he's, he's drunk, just, up, drunk upstairs on Zoom. Yeah. Right. He's just texted me saying, bring me some snacks. Right. What did you he's take pissed. him? What did you take him? I got from Costco the other day a giant bag of tortilla chips. Right. For over the Christmas period. And the two gone. giant... I don't really like them, if I'm honest. Right. I have to be honest, they are his. Doritos better? Doritos. If, oh, if they were cool original Doritos, there wouldn't be a crumb left in the house, honey. Right, okay. I'm turning that bag inside out. I'm <laughs> licking it like it's. A, I paid 50 quid for the bag. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Did you ever do that thing with crisp packets when you were younger and pop them in the microwave and make them really small? No. Did you not? Is that a thing? Maybe it was a Leeds thing. If anybody out there did this... A Leeds you... thing? It wouldn't have been... <laughs> Kids round our way didn't have toys. We had small crisp packets. Maybe it's a Leeds thing. Yeah. I mean, okay, maybe it's a Leeds thing. Yeah, but people used to put them on keychains and you used to have like your little... Um, what, did they turn into solid plastic or something? Proper tiny, like little crisp packets. And would it say the name, tiny? Yeah, it would be like... <laughs> I feel like I want to have an experiment. <laughs> it, it used to be like quavers, you walk a cheese and onion. Nah, no, in my look, I'd fucking blow the gaff up. <laughs> aren't, they made, aren't they got like a bit of metal in? Don't they spark? Yeah, you, like I never did it because I was too scared, but loads of kids on my estate did it. I don't know how it works. We'd have to probably like YouTube it and follow a tutorial now because I'd be nervous it would explode. I, I'm not yeah. doing that in that microwave. And don't do it with that big bag. That'll blow the blow the roof off. <laughs> just go to a normal size bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Anyway, shelf the microwave because I am, <laughs> I am not putting the grits in there. And 
long story short, I got these really nice hummuses in Costco. The red pepper and the jalapeno. jalapeno. Gorgeous. I don't never, never say... Ooh, don't never, I don't never, never know. This is the worst English I've ever spoken. Don't never know. <laughs> I don't ever know if it's jalapeno. Or jalapeno. Or jalapeno. Jalapeno. Because, you know, I did a bit of Spanish. Oh, I, I did Spanish in school. I did Spanish. And in that Spanish, I, I believe I would say jalapeno. Yeah, you'd roll it. I'd roll it. Yeah. So, I, I, but sometimes I think people look at me. Yeah. I don't know who and I don't know why I'm bothered. <laughs> They're like, he's not Spanish. Why yeah, is he saying it yeah, like that? Who's he thinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I've had a great week. You know, we went to um, Lightopia this week right i've seen some stuff when do you know when you scroll for facebook and it comes mm-hmm. up weirdly you sent me a message saying i have to cancel the podcast tonight yeah. i'm going to lightopia and i said oh podcast is cancelled tonight lightopia went on facebook first advert lightopia i thought right of course it is wow it's yeah. listening that quick nowadays it's is listening it? that quick well listen i was in so much pain i couldn't enjoy it and i really oh, i know yeah i shit. felt really bad on my other friends alex and liam um because we'd had it planned for ages and i thought it was going to be shit weather and then it wasn't but i am meant to be on one to two weeks bed rest which would have been a week yesterday yeah but i don't feel like here now i don't feel like i feel like i could walk around the park no problem but then when you're but doing when it I fucking got there it was like no go honestly it was it was agony. Mm. It was agony. But I just can't. I just kind of treat it like a food stall to food stall. What did you eat at every light? Or something? Honey, I had. <laughs> right. I I'm going. Anyway, I'm eating again. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a burger stand. Oh, was the food there? All the way around. Oh, I didn't know that. No. I have to be honest. Is it like the markets, Christmas markets? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But scaled down. Right. If I had kids, I, I, I've got too much to say. Right. I went round the I went round the food market. I went I went the burger stall. I got a hot chocolate. I had a bite of a sausage. You know, big Frankenbert. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Yeah, Frankfurt. Frankfurt. Yes. Um, donuts, and then I finished it all off with a pork apple balm <laughs> so you went all out of chips. so you went all out or I, I, I basically waddled round heaton park in manchester <laughs> in barely lit <laughs> pork sandwich in one hand constantly eating <laughs> in pain and you didn't enjoy it no Caught, at the end, I couldn't wait to get in the car. As soon as I was in the car, I had that heated seat on heating my asshole up. Right, yeah. Getting myself back to normal. Within about an hour or so, did you hear that? Well, I don't know if the mic's picked it up, but it was your new ice machine, was it not? Yeah, sorry, she's just making ice in the back there. Um, so, no, I didn't really enjoy it. But I also realised something that me and my friends are doing. I've got to the age where I'm now going to, like, things for kids but i don't have any kids right okay so you so would we take went, your kids to that so it was full of kids full kids of everywhere s- everywhere yeah snot nosed kids <laughs> Ratted. <laughs> not a mask on yeah they don't, they, they, don't, don't they, don't, they don't i don't need masks do they no they're, they're, they're sneezing and coughing all over each other they don't give a shit Ultimate spreaders they are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I'm like, get your fucking Super spreaders. Kid. Super spreaders. spreaders yeah. Like, get your kid away from me. I'm yeah. trying to eat a fucking bacon roll. <laughs> anyway, it was good fun. Mm. And I would have enjoyed it more 
had I not been in pain because I'd have stopped. There was loads of photo opportunities, loads of really Instagrammable. Cool Instagrammable. I, I wish I'd have known that before I'd gone. And you did look because I had outfit. wellies on. Yeah, I had spray on jeans. That I mean, the jeans haven't been out the cupboard for all year. Yeah, they were the fibres are fused. They were right. tight. <laughs> yeah. I looked a show, so then I didn't want any pictures in front of anywhere. Yeah, yeah. I wish I'd have gone and dressed nice, but then I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um. I also decided on Friday, as if all that wasn't enough, that I wanted to wallpaper a wall in my bathroom. I ordered it. My dad came on Tuesday. Yeah. Put it up. It looks fab. It does look really good. I've been today and I've been to B&Q and I've got some paint for the rest of it because my attention to detail, it was just fr- frigging me off that the colours weren't exact. So the other other two walls... Are going to be what colour? Are going to be a very dark blue. Uh, to match the wallpaper? To ma- the very back. It's a very heavily patterned wallpaper. Sorry, yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> it's going all Linda Barker on you here. Um, it's a very heavily patterned wallpaper, but the very, very back of it is like a navy blue. And you want to match it. So I'm matching it, and I'm going to paint the radiator. I'm really into painted radiators right now. Wow. I'm getting old, aren't I? Yeah. Uh, but listen, tell me about what you've done this week. You've been to Leon. Right. I, I went. See on, we have a little thing, by the way, yeah. now, guys, because we're riding solo and we, we try and be organised, don't we, and plan everything ahead. So we have a Google Doc. We have a Google Doc. Yeah. And oh, oh, to see the Google Doc. One day when we're really famous, we'll sell signed prints of a Google Doc of famous <laughs> episodes when we're doing world tours. Yeah. But until then, I'll just read it for me cheat sheet. So go on. <laughs> You've been to Leon. Yeah. So I was, um, there's some brand new services that have opened near me. And we got a leaflet through the door for like 20% off everywhere, 20% off Nando's, Leon, everywhere. So I thought, right, I'm going to go to this Leon. Walked into the services. I was shook. You're allowed to sit and eat in the services? What? I I walked in and I was like, what is going on? It was just like back in the day before COVID. normal. Everybody sat down. Everybody... It, everybody was sat eating and I was like, hang on a minute. It was four four weeks ago. I couldn't even go for a shit in the services. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And I had to shit in the street. Yeah. Now everybody's sat here eating Leanne. I thought, what is going on? I wanted to ask, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just fumed silently. Yeah. So then I went I went to the Leon. The guy who served me was gay. I handed me coupon like coupon Karen. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I said, can I have 20% off? Can I get my free burger, please? <laughs> so, so I wanted my 20% off. Paid for it. And he went, oh, no, I forgot to take your 20% off. He went, my manager's going to kill me. This is fourth time she's had to come out today. He went, just have whatever you want. He went, just whatever you want off the menu, just have it. I thought, brilliant. I thought, days look after days. Days. <laughs> This is it, right? Yeah. So, funny you should say that, because in, like, Topia... Yeah. I had a gay server. Did he look after you? Now, this was when I had my coffee and my cake break, in between my two mains. Right. And and you know what? When we first got there... Yeah. I've got to be careful what I say, because I think he recognised me. (laughs) It's fine, just say it. I think he did recognise me. Right. Because at first, he had his mask on. Yeah. And he was being so... He didn't look up. What he was like being so rude, but I was just being really nice and like chatty to him. Yeah, and I seen him look up, and then you know when like people like he was starstruck. <laughs> either he re- maybe recognised me from Instagram being a drag queen, or he fancied me. That's what I'm going for. Right, but one or the other. Did she turn on a heel? 
she couldn't have bent over backwards. I right. had a free slice. Right, okay. Because I asked for, uh, what did I ask for? A gingerbread muffin. <laughs> this is really the nitty gritty people tune into the show for, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I asked for two cakes anyway, and he gave me the wrong two. I went, oh no, I didn't want that. I wanted the other. He went, just take both. This is what I mean. Gays look after each other, don't we? Gays need to, and if they don't, if you're not a gay, if you're not a gay and you're not looking after other gays yeah, or and, other queers, you and know, in the LGBTs, and you work in customer service, then there's something up with you. Yeah, because I, I, when I used to work in McDonald's many moons ago, oh, I couldn't bend over backwards for the days. I used to be yeah. like, "Do you want a free burger? Yeah, what do you want off the menu?" Honestly, and it makes the day. Yeah, it does because do you know what. We'd get, we'd get shouted at in the street. We'd get beat up in high school. The best we can do for each other is look after each it's other as each and where we can. fucking double cheese if we're serving <laughs> them up, innit? Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, and when I'm, in, when I'm at a venue, I've been in trouble before. I remember performing years a while ago at the Eagle Manchester and I was like, get these boys a shot, get these boys a shot. And one of the owners was in and he was like, I got my wages at the end of it and it was like, shots. <gasps> you took the money out and gave you change? Yeah. <laughs> Up four quid out. I was like, all right, okay. Not well, that not that I have ever, ever if I offered someone a shot, I always obviously would pay. Anyway, it was just the way it was done, it was weird. I don't know why I remember that, but it's a lovely venue. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, babes. Now have you seen this week on Netflix? One for the West End Wendy's. Now, you've only recently got into musicals, I think, since you knew me. I'm not trying to not trying to be like, yo, it's all because of me, but it's because of me. It is. I didn't... <clears throat> I was kind of a fan of, like, the generic musicals when I was younger. Like, was it of ours? Grease. Uh, I hate Grease. I hate but Grease. <laughs> since meeting you, you've introduced me to... You've opened my eyes. Open your eyes. Yeah. To a of a lot. Absolutely. We went, went to be going to see Six last week. It was a oh. How many times has it been cancelled on us now? Too we will, many. We will see it eventually at some point. Absolutely. We'll probably end up going in full costume and knowing all the lyrics <laughs> by the time. By the time. Yeah, we're not the dance are, routine. I would say we are a little bit stereotypically musical gays. I love a good musical. I love to go see a show. Yeah. I love bursting out into song randomly because it fits the mood. I love all of that. I love the campness of it. But for me, the main reason I love musicals, especially stage musicals, is when everything ties together. Set, costume, lights, sound. Do you know what I mean? The actors. Everything just goes perfectly together, which is why I really, really hated Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square last year. Uh, last week. Yeah, because it was... Because none of it gelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, everyone's slating prom this week. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's got a star-studded cast, Meryl Streep, mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, Kerry Washington, Kegel, Mike and Key. Um, it, the list goes on. James Corden... Is one of the main roles as well. Yes, yes, he now, is. Now he plays an openly gay man. Now he's been slated for this. So I want to know, one, have you watched it? Mm-hmm. And two, what's your thoughts? Have I watched it? No, I put it on and I just weren't in the mood. So I switched it off. Right. But I did see the first 10 minutes. I saw the opening song and I saw James Corden's very overly camp acting in the role. Now I my issue is, I think it's because... And I think this is why everybody's got an issue is because we know James Corden's personality so well outside of acting. 
Right. It, it doesn't compute to him playing this gay character is what I think. Because, for example, when we talk about Shit's Creek and there's that gay love story in there, David, what's he called? Sorry, Dave in real life. What's he called? The guy who wrote... Dan oh. Levy. Dan Levy. He's gay in real life, yeah. but his partner in the show is not. Yeah. And we don't mind him playing a gay role. I don't mind a straight person playing a gay role. But when it's... I think it's when we know James Corden's personality outside of the role and we know he's not gay at all. Yeah. Then I, I think, think that's why it, people have got it an become, issue. It feels, it feels offensive yeah. when, when he's really camp. It's the same thing with David Walliams, playing on camps for a cheap laugh. But he's done it from the beginning, so I think people have got less of an issue with that. Oh, I don't know. I know a lot of, I know a lot of people that really don't like the way Dave, David Walliams acts. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's like playing on camp and playing, playing, using, you know, something that gay people. It's almost like cultural appropriation, <laughs> in it. I mean, it's not, but for me, I actually wasn't offended by it or bothered by it. I think I still think that we should, where possible, be given gay roles to gay people, trans roles to trans people. Yeah, absolutely, and all of that. Um, but I kind of, I kind of w- was, I, I kind of let it go, let it go, don't hold it back. No, I'm joking. Uh, I kind of let it go because it was Ryan Murphy and, you know, he's behind Glee and it, you had Kurt in Glee. He's done Pose. Pose. Yeah. The list goes on. I mean, and he's, he's known for giving... LGBT roles to LGBT people. And also he's known for really pushing LGBT actors. Sarah Paulson is is leading lots of his stuff. And she's played a really strong lesbian storyline in... Um, what's the nurse one that you didn't like? Oh, yeah. What is uh, it? Oh, what's that fucking oh, called? Oh, what's it called? What's it called? On the tip of my tongue, the roof of my mouth. What is it? Come on. Gonna have to get the Googles up. Google this motherfucker. <laughs> Ratchet. Ratchet. Come to me. Ratchet. Ratchet ass. So do you know what I mean? So she, he's done all that. But if I'm honest, I wasn't mad. I did kind of like it. It was ridiculous. It was OTT. I had loads of nods to loads of different musicals. I thought Nicole Kidman was fantastic in it. I thought Meryl Streep was fantastic They're in always it. good though, I think. Always good. They can yeah. do no wrong. Yeah. Um... I preferred it to Boys in a Band. I couldn't. Get, I've not finished the Boys in the Band, which is another Ryan Murphy like musical turned into screen. Okay, yeah, for Netflix. Thing, uh, for Netflix, but around all of this, I thought instead of getting mad, who would we want to play that other role? So we take James Corden away. Yeah, who would we put in? Do Do we need a star? Well, I think. I I thought my mind went straight to Titus Burgess. Which one's that? Do you know from Kimmy Schmidt? Oh, Titus. yes. Titus would have been really good How at that. How brilliant would he have been in that role? Yeah, he would have been really good in that role. Now, if anyone doesn't know who he is, he's a big Broadway star. He was in Kimmy Schmidt. He also hosts a new Netflix um, show. It's like... Um, he does not. It's a singing show. A bit like... It's something like Hit the Note or something and like five contestants have to sing and the person who hits 
the least amount of notes that's knocked out each round. Wow. It's really good, actually, yeah. I'm not going on that. I'd be out first round. <laughs> um, wow, I didn't know that. But anyway, it made me think, like, who would I want to see in it? And is there anyone that would have been better? Because that's often one of the things, well, if he was the best person for the job, then he should get it. But actually, I don't know if he was the best person for the job. I don't think he is. I think he's he's a big name in America. And I think star. that's why people don't like him, by the way, because me and Joe were talking about it while we were watching it. And I was saying, like, people are going on like, oh, I can't bear James Corden and all this. But I didn't get that from it. And I don't get that from him. I just think his humour is tailored to an American audience. And the Americans' humour is very different to us. Yeah. So I think that just gets on our nerves a bit. I personally don't like him that much. I don't like him in stuff, really. I don't find him offensive. I don't go, oh, James Corden's in it. Oh, doesn't make <laughs> okay. me do that. Yeah, okay, yeah. But does for a lot of people. Anyway, I would recommend this. I'll give it a watch. I'll give it another I go. I would give this a seven gossip gays girl guide ghoulies. Right, okay. I just made that up. I just made that up like it's a thing. I would give that a seven out of ten Well, that's... for the campness. Well, I'll give it a go. It, I, I think... I think the set looks really cool. It was all done really well. Yeah. In a real strong Ryan Murphy way. And I mean, I even read on... Let me have a look. I've got it on my computer here. I read on The Guardian. It was slated in The Guardian. <gasps> was it? Slated. It's been slated. Everything's been slated. Even Basically saying Meryl, um, she did most of the heavy lifting through the show. But you know what? A lot of things have been absolutely slated and then loved by audiences. That said, Cats last year, James oh, Corden God. was in that. <laughs> and it was shit. And he was probably one of the worst in it. So, <laughs> bless him. He can't do wrong for doing right. That's what I'm saying. He can can't, he? can he? Do you know what? But he's got his own late night TV show in America. He's not doing He's, he's not, not doing, doing too bad for the, yeah. the fat ginger one off Hollyoaks, is he? Is that how he started? Hollyoaks. How he started. On wow. an old school campus in Liverpool filming Hollyoaks. And then he did Gavin and Stacey. And then how, how did he get that American gig? I think it was a big lucky break after Gavin and Stacey. I think a lot of the Americans... Took it on. ...liked Gavin and Stacey. Sometimes they pick up on a British sitcom yeah, or a British they do, thing, don't, don't they? they yeah. and just love it. Love it. And obviously being one of the writers and being a cis white man... You know, oh, you can do what you want go. in America, can't you? A little bit chubby as well. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Donald Trump the second. <laughs> the gossip case. So review of the week this week. They keep coming in thick and fast, so keep getting on their Apple Podcast page. Review us, like us, comment, subscribe. Five stars. All of that jazz. And I mean, print us out, maybe, and stick <laughs> us in your front window. Yeah, or put us on top of your tree. Yeah. Gorgeous. So this one comes from Jordan MVR. Don't know what the MVR stands for. These boys are too funny, making 2020 more bearable. From Burger King, train rage to laugh out loud outdoor pooing stories Mondays are no longer manic cute camp comedy ooh could that be our new tagline cute camp comedy cute camp comedy I'm all three of those things (laughs) sorry you didn't see it but a tumbleweed just went past everybody (laughs) crickets (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, it's it's on everyone's lips this week, and no, it is not your penis. It's Drag Race. <laughs> yes. <gasps> Kicking off with, I think we should start with season 13 let's first start, of the American show. Yeah, let's start across the pond and then make pond. our way... <laughs> Start across let's the pond. across the pond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's start across the pond and make our way back home. Yes. So, well, first of all, we mentioned, I think it was last episode, uh, it was a big twist. Six, lips, six lip syncs for your life. We still don't have any more information on that. I think we so- just... I can't see them sending half the cast home and then working with six going forward. No, that's not that's not going to happen. But, but I think maybe the first challenge is you've all got a lip sync for your life and then the people who lose are then in the bottom. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And then they're in the bottom and then it's the someone in the bottom is going, going home. Bye-bye. Wow. But one of the big, big progressive moves this time is that they have got a trans man on there. Yeah. The first trans contestant who's entered the workroom as out and trans that's there we go that's how we've yeah. got it yeah uh, got mick is american queen um and when they were chatting to entertainment weekly uh, they were talking about how nice rupaul is and um he was the most amazing and supportive person who showed love for his drag and what he can do so he should but i actually think for the first time ever on Drag Race, we are seeing a very, very, very diverse um, cast. Cast. We've got Got Mick, whose aesthetic has got a white face, beat heavenly, heavenly. And as someone who wears a lot of white face drag, it's hard to blend. And it is when I started only recently to play with neutrals, like my own skin tone colours. I realised how easy that was to blend in compared to black and white. <laughs> so Danny's an MUA? I'm an MUA, honey. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me up, fuck me. Um, but going through the list, I've got the list in front of me. Is there anyone that's really standing out to you other than Got Mick? If I'm being honest, I always find this bit the most difficult because nobody stands out to me until I've watched the show. And that's just me. Right. Um, I have a look at them all um, and... With with the American one, I don't really watch the Let's Meet the Queens. I like to base my opinion off the show. Oh, really? I, I watch everything that they, they put out. I'm obsessed. And I think from the initial Meet the Queens, Joey J caught my eye. Right. Because um, he's kind of like boy drag. No wig. Okay. I was like, whoa, this is different. And as obviously as someone who does a lot of drag similar to that, I was like, okay, is, is RuPaul going in, in new directions? That's that's funky. That's White face, no wig. You just need a hairy face queen on there now and then they've ticked every box to get you on the show. She needs to make me the first ever bearded queen on it and I will lick her ass till the cows <laughs> come home. Uh, the other queen that really stood out to me, who I already knew before the show, is Candy Muse. Okay. Now, she used to be in the house of Arja. Right. Until it broke up, I think. Who, who else was in the house of Arja? Someone else and Arja. <laughs> <laughs> right. But she's fa- she's fab. She's kind of like a chunky, vangy, right. funny, real queen. I'm excited to see it drop. I think there's going to be a few twists, few turns. We don't know of any rumoured... Um, 
guest judges for the American one yet, do we? No rumoured guest judges for the American one that we know as as of yet. We don't get the tea over here. No, we don't. Um, uh, The last queen that really took my eye was um, Simone. At the Simone. What's she called? Simone. (laughs) Yeah, Simone. (laughs) (laughs) Was Simone. First queen ever to come from Arkansas. Arkansas, is it? Arkansas. <laughs> Arkansas. She's dyslexic, this one. Arkansas, is it not? Where's that? America. Arkansas. Arkansas, I think. Arkansas. The first queen ever to come from Arkansas, Simone is part of the House of Alavion Ale- Ale- with Lizzo's stylist, Marco Monroe. Um, what? So she is one to watch, honey. She's the one who wore for her entrance look. It said ebony, 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 ebony right. all over it. And she is a fierce queen of colour. So that is dropping New Year's Day. Then, two weeks later on the 14th. So we're going to have two seasons of Drag Race on at the Simultaneously. same time. Yeah. Which, is this is this going to be overkill? No. I'm excited. I think it's it's going to make the last end of lockdown, fingers crossed, go really quick. Hopefully. Yeah, because we've got two episodes to watch a week. And then by by the final of them both, ideally, we're going to be back to normal. That's how I'm seeing it. And if we're not, I'll cry. I also think with the <laughs> with the American one starting two weeks early, hmm. I think the finish, the British one will still finish before the American one, won't it? Because there's so yeah. much longer season. Actually, yeah, it will. So the British one will start two weeks later and I think finish two or three weeks before. Speaking of the British. Before we do, my only hope is that the British one this time still gets the same love and respect that it did the first time round when there was nothing else on. I, I have a feeling this time round people may be directly comparing the Brits and the Americans because you're going to watch... One week of Snatch Game, then two weeks later, Snatch Game again in America. Right. And you know what I mean? It's going to be more difficult for the Queens, really. To gain, yeah, the, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, notoriety, you know, appreciation. And but- also, if you think once all the, once everything is back open, you've got the season 12 girls who've still not gone on tour. You've this got is it. you've got the All Star girls from that season who's not gone on tour. You've got the Canada girls who's not gone on tour, and you've got the season two girls, and you'll have the season thirteen, and you'll have the All Stars. That's five seasons of girls who've not had a chance to go out on tour yet, all and because of COVID. All because of COVID, and that means anybody who did quite minor in any of those seasons may not get a look in for bookings because they'll be booking the people who. I hope not. It is potential. Because especially for the UK girls, because I think there's a few girls on that lineup this year where, you know, this is if they do well, this is taking them out of well, some of them literally taking them out of serving burgers at McDonald's. Why who's serving burgers at McDonald's? Pretty sure Ellie Diamond works at McDonald's. Well, not now, but currently I think. Don't quote me on it. Well, I hope but she's I been giving a free double the... cheeseburgers to the days when she's been I, working I, I there. I hope she gives me one. I hope she gives me a bloody discount card. Absolutely. Um, but let's move on to what we all want to talk about, which is Drag Race UK. Now, let's talk about this cast. I'm excited, girl. Um, I did watch, actually, all of the um, 
meet the queens for this one just because i feel like it's closer to home um a lot of the cast i'm familiar with i've seen out i know some of the cast so it's very exciting yeah the one that stood out most to me is taste now you've currently went on tour recently with taste yeah i went on tour with taste um what can i say other than she is a powerhouse yeah i i know all the girls actually this year let me just look relook at the list i've literally I think Ellie Diamond, I've not done D21. Well, yeah, she's been working in Mackie. She might have served you, though. <laughs> I will feel like maybe she's not been working at Mackie's. I don't want to spread rumours. But other than her and Lawrence Cheney from Glasgow, I think I have worked with or know all of them, which is, I didn't last year. No. There was, a, there was one or two. Uh, but let's go through it in um, order... Alphabetically. <clears throat> Let's go through the girls. So, get onto the BBC Drag Race Insta now if you can and look with us. If not, we will audio describe this for your pleasure. Uh, Ahura, she's from London, mainly is where she works via Nottinghamshire. She's only 23. Young. Young fashion queen. What I already know about her pre-show is she does design stuff herself. She makes stuff herself and she's very fashion focused. Fab. Can't wait. Which I think will do her well. Uh, Next up is Estina Mandela. Now I've seen her um, work in the works in London doing her thing, strutting her stuff. I think if she is in a lip sync with someone they're going to struggle. Do you think she's going to be a lip sync assassin? I think there's quite a few of these girls this time round who are lip syncers. Right, okay. Like Bimini. Moving on to Bimini, she's yes. she's another London queen. I think she's originally from somewhere like Norfolk. Yeah. She's 26. She's been like working the London scene. She's been like a little mess for years. Huh. And as polished up she looks brilliant as of late wow and i got the, i don't mean like a little mess like rude i mean like it's been a bit of a punky drag style okay it's been a bit underground i'm with you you know what i mean uh, when i worked with that she did this routine on a chair she can flip she can flop she can backflip Ooh. one right after the other right i'm excited to see what she can do um, moving on to very, very close to home, Cherry Valentine. Oh, our Cherry! Now she's your mate, right? Yeah. So when we, when we had a night in um, in Manchester, it was every Thursday, and Cherry was booked to come and host the night, and I think that was her first official drag gig. So I DJed, she was the drag host, and we had some of the best nights. And I just can't wait to see what she brings to the runway. My only concern is that she hasn't done drag that long. And sometimes what we see on the show is the queens that have really got years under their belt doing the best. Yeah. However, I hope she's able to shine and show her true personality because one thing I will always say about knowing Cherry from Manchester's gay scene is she's just lovely. One of the nicest queens you'll ever meet. Yeah. She's not... I don't know if anyone's ever had a bad word to say about her. She's got time for everyone. Absolutely. And I really want her to do well after this and succeed. Yeah. I want to see Cherry really touring, really doing well. Um, Who else have we got? Well, we we know about Mackie's worker, Ellie Diamond. (laughs) I feel like... (laughs) I feel like I've made it up. 
But I'm sure I was watching something this morning or reading something some, this morning and she works in maybe like a supermarket or a fast food shop. Right. She doesn't need that discount card anymore. She's on the show. But which no. one's that one? Sorry. I'm looking at the pictures. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Is she Scottish? Sorry. Yeah. Because we've got two Scottish queens on this year and we didn't have any last year. Yeah. Now yeah. this is because people have kicked off about the scoots. I agree. Um, she is quite competitive, she says. She's, she did say she was concerned about a snatch game. Okay. Now it always interests me when people when they do these chats because all the girls know that, that, they've, that they've filmed it already. So they do these meet the queens after. So they do the meet the queens after. So I'm always like, is that a giveaway that maybe certain people don't do well in certain challenges? Because I saw somebody else say, oh, I don't sew. Yeah, I saw somebody else say that. Oh, you not do very well then? You know, it it, it starts to become a little bit formulaic if you look too into it. Uh, But skirting on, Ginny Lemon. Fancy a slice. Fancy a slice, 31. She, she... I know Ginny Lemon. Right, okay. My first ever introduction to Jimmy, Ginny Lemon, I was hosting Drag Idol at Birmingham Heat, and she rocked up. Aya Babs. She threw her face on in 20 minutes. No one knew what to expect, and to say she was outrageous would be an understatement. I genuinely believe she's kind of there... I genuinely believe she's kind of there to troll the competition. Right, okay. She's kind of punk. She's kind of retro. She's kind of not glam. She kind of doesn't give a shit. I think it's a great character to have on the show, though. I think... I don't mean it in any disrespect. I don't see her being in the top of the competition. However, I see her making a very lasting impact and certainly possibly getting near near the top could we have said that about bag of chips last year though yes exactly so So, you never know it's anyone's game yeah um she's also non-binary which i like love it out there non-binary and she's also already trending on twitter for wearing crocs fabulous she's (laughs) always wore them crocs though she's always yeah she's been dubbed the croc destroyer Fab. Uh, Joe Black, Brighton 30. We all know and love Joe Black uh, from the drag scene. Uh, he was Mr. Joe Black for years, and I think he must have dropped the Mr. to apply for Drag Race. Um, I like Joe Black. I have also worked, I feel like everyone, I'm like, I've worked with this, I've worked with this person. I, I don't mean it to come across at all like I'm being like, I know all these people. Yeah, but obviously, you, we're just in the same circuits. I'm just trying to give people a bit of an insight into like, what your experience is like with them. Pre the show. Yeah. Um, and I like Joe Black. However, I sometimes worry that there's a disconnect between Joe and the audience. Right. Why? Because um, they don't understand what what performance they're doing or what she's very like 1920s berlin cabaret okay i'm with uh, you uh you know she might do a piano version of a, a disney song but make it evil it's you've got to really be into her understand that and be into that scene together mm-hmm. i get her i think she's fantastic i just worry that as an all-rounder she doesn't appeal to enough people. Understood. Um, moving on, Lawrence Cheney, Glasgow 23. 
I'm a massive, massive fan of this queen. She's a big, juicy Scottish yeah. queen. She made me laugh out loud in her Meet the Queens. She talks like, you're right, lads. I'm Lawrence Cheney, 21 from Scotland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exact, yeah, she's like, yeah. rock, she's the epitome of British drag. Yeah. And if she isn't in the top, yeah. I will eat me out. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm saying she's going to be near the top. One to watch. Uh, sister, sister from Liverpool. I've never met this queen. Liverpool queen and you don't know her? I didn't know her. Who are you? Who are you? I didn't know of her until um, the rumours started okay. going around for season two. And I followed all the girls that were rumoured and they're all the girls that were on. And I have to say, I was very, very impressed by her standard of her Instagram. Oh, wow. Um, my worry is... She an Instagram queen. My worry is when someone has such a good Instagram that's yeah. you know airbrushed and touched up and looks great online. Yeah, I always worry and wonder what that translates onto a show like this because it's not it's not a makeup show really. Yeah, so I'm I'm hoping she's hilarious and pulls all these things out of the bag that she says she can, and um, I'm going to enjoy not knowing this person and getting to know this person through mm-hmm. the show. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to love her and leave her. Next up is Tace from London, who Woo! we've already mentioned. We just did the Squirrel Friends tour together and she is a fucking hoot. She's a hoot and a hound and everything in between. Yeah, I just did, I just had an absolute ball with her on tour doing the Squirrel Friends. And you know what? She's She's a real... She's a star. Well, the first time I knew of Tace was me, you, and all our group of friends went down to, to London, London and to see her, yeah. she was doing a brunch in London and she was amazing. She just kind of has a star quality around her. She doesn't give no shits. Yeah, and she can perform. Like a bitch. Lip sync assassin, would we bang, say? Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. And she turns it out. Um, and if I'm honest, I've not finished the list yet. But I probably think she's going to win. Yeah, same. But that's just off the first impressions. We don't know how they're going to do. Yeah. We've still got more queens to talk about. Um, skating through Tia Coffee from London. What group is she in? She's in a. She's in the Vixens. That's it. Are they any good? I've never seen them. <laughs> well, if you'd have come to the Drag Idol final I was in, you would have seen them then. Did they lose? To me. <laughs> The same year as Something Wong, actually. Oh, so Something was in your year. So Something Wong came third, the Vixens and Tia came second, and I won. Yeah, um, London via Essex and Nottingham, 30. Uh, Tia's a little bit budget, I'll be honest. Right, okay. But she's entertaining, she's quick, she's funny, she can read. She's got an un... Un... Disputed kind of attitude, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when Tia's working. Right, okay. Um, also, which I find really cute, is her fiancé slash boyfriend is in the Vixens with her. Oh, that's nice. So two of them are together. Yeah, you don't often see two queens together, Kiki no. and... Yeah, that's cute. cute. Yeah. Uh, and then last, but certainly not least, the only queen here that doesn't currently follow me on Instagram... <laughs> Is Veronica Green from London via Rochdale? Um, she's thirty-four years old. Mm. She looks a lot older. 
I think so. Um, no shade. I think I think she seems like a bit of a funny character, though. I I actually liked her Meet the Queen section. I think she may be a hidden gem slash underdog of the competition. I agree. Um, also, noticed that she was on. She was a contestant on All Together Now. Was she as a boy? No. In drag. Oh, right. So season one, they used someone for who'd already been on the BBC. Yeah. Season two, they're using someone that's already been on the BBC. Also, Lawrence Cheney had also worked with the BBC in Scotland doing something. So I think the BBC like it if you... I've worked with them in the past. I've worked with them in the past. You should have done that all together now. Little top... <laughs> when they asked. Do you know what? Yeah. Well, I couldn't at the time. Um... So, yeah, so top tip maybe for Queen's listening. Try and get yourself in with the beep. The Gossip Gaze. So I've, I've just looked at the time and realised we've completely ran out of time for this week's listener's letter. And it was one from Kai. Yes. They had the name on this year. This, this year. I keep saying this year and last year, but I mean this week. Yes. Um, so we'll do it. We'll do it next week. This is what happens when we just are left to our own devices without a producer um but we will do the listeners letter next week um and we had lovely reviews don't forget if you do want to write us a listeners letter you can email us at gossipgazepod at gmail.com that's at gossipgazepod at gmail.com or you can find us across all our socials at gossipgazepod or at our private socials which are at dj billy andrew that's me or at the danny beard Woohoo! Very exciting. I was Getting expecting you to say that's him. Oh, sorry, that's him. <laughs> <laughs> that was gay. Yes, I um, love it. guys, get involved if you want to be on our close friends as well. We mention it every week, but we do post up on there when we're recording. Bit of a laugh. Get involved on there. It's fabulous. And you post fabulous. me and my bloody undies today with all my fat hanging out. There we go. So you get to see. Well, bits. they're not going to want to see that, are they? Well, some people might. Anywho, we'll see you same time, same place next week. Enjoy your week. Spread love, not COVID-19. Woohoo! The Gossip Gaze. A new year is full of surprises, but one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take care of orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Thousands of people listen to the Gossip Gaze every week. And we can help deliver your brand message to a targeted audience. So if you want to be part of the Gossip Days and connect with engaged audio listeners, get in touch. Just email sales at audioalways.com and find out more about how podcast advertising and sponsorship could work for you. That's sales at audioalways.com.